Hey, welcome into episode 53 of the Best Coast Fantasy Football Podcast. My name is Brandon, and I am here with Jordan. How you doing, bud? Doing great. What's up with you? Ah, not much, man. Just got done watching some football. Uh, Aaron Jones managed to send me into the second round in one league, so... Christian Watson managed to not ruin my playoffs and I'm going to the (laughs) ship. Let's go. It's going to be, you got a good matchup too. Alex's Mm -hmm. team is pretty, pretty good. So that's he's the defending champ too. Yeah. We've never had a two time winner, right? Not back to back. We've had several people win it more than once, but I don't think there's ever been a back to back. Yeah. This is going to be, it's going to be a battle. So should be a fun one. I'm, I'm pretty excited. I'm, Going up against uh, Chris in one league, and uh, I don't. I'm going up against. I don't know who I'm playing in Best Coast. Actually, I don't know how the seating played out, so I'm not not sure who my matchup is now. Had to take out Jossley. I felt bad, but you know, gotta move on. She played on. a good season. She played uh, a really good season. She played Congrats a heck of a Jossley season. on you know uh, a really good season, getting to the playoffs, and uh, you know, bummer for her, but uh, you know. That's that's the way it goes. I'm glad she joined the league, though. She fits oh, yeah. in very she's, well. <laughs> she's she's fun to have in the league for sure. She's active. She's an Eagles fan, so that's questionable. But everything else is good. Yeah, agreed, agreed. <laughs> Better Eagles than Cowboys, though. Oh, we, for sure. We got that's enough of sure. those guys. Yeah. We got plenty of Cowboys fans. Yeah. All right. Well, let's hop into the daily roundabout here. Um, sounds like Jalen Hurts uh, has a shoulder sprain. And he's it's not looking like he's going to play this weekend, possibly even miss the next two weeks. This was the matchup we were kind of waiting for to Eagles, Cowboys. We we're thinking both teams were finally going to be healthy. Uh, pretty unfortunate. But uh, Gardner Minshew's, you know, he's, he's a pretty good backup. It, it could be an interesting game, but um, definitely not the same uh, as we were. We were expecting uh, Caleb Huntley suffered a season ending Achilles injury. So unfortunate to see Achilles injuries, especially to running backs. Um, I mean, any player, but it's hard to bounce back from those. So, um, you know, hope yeah, he, hope he gets healthy and, and, and can come back. Um, Call Jonathan up Taylor, uh, Deontay Foreman and find out, you know, what he did. How he did it. He's, yeah. he's the only guy that's really come back super successfully is so far. So, I mean, yeah. Akers is doing all right. Hey, Marlon Max got back to Marlon, two games in a row, two touchdowns. Marlon Mack, yeah. So there's guys. So, What's this you know, mean for Marlon Mack? I, I hope <laughs> Caleb Huntley is able to make a return and have an impact someday. This is a fun, fun little running back to watch. So, yep. Uh, Jonathan Taylor suffered a high ankle sprain early in the game. It was a reaggravation of his other ankle injury that he had. They're talking like it's unlikely he'll play again this season. He is still meeting with doctors, but. Man, what a blow. I was able to survive the Jonathan Taylor injury to to sneak into the next round, but that's a that was a blow to a lot of people because it was on the first run for him and man, he looked good. It was a pretty long run and then that was kind of it for him. So, um real unfortunate for a lot of people to to lose him this time of year. So, yeah, um, that's a bummer. Yeah. John Harbaugh won't comment on Lamar Jackson's status. They need him back. Um, I need him back because Mark Andrews is absolutely terrible with Huntley. So I really need Lamar back next week. Um, And Colt McCoy suffered a concussion in the the Cardinals-Broncos game this weekend. Uh, That's something to monitor, keep an eye on his status for this upcoming week because 
their undrafted rookie um, does not look very good. So uh, no, it would it worry me to actually, I got that down a little bit further. So we'll, we'll jump into that a little bit later, but um, let's get into the uh, best coast, big and bad week, 14 week, 15 week, 15. Oh man, I'm sorry. <laughs> I didn't it's update the doc when I was copy pasting. It's all good. It's all good. All Everything right, so else is good. Big QBs for the week. Jalen Hurts does it again. Number one QB on the week, 315 passing yards, 17 for 61, and three rushing touchdowns before he did suffer that injury. Um, and uh, if you would have told me that Kirk Cousins was on this list, if you watched the first half of his game, I would have said you're crazy, but then he went absolutely <laughs> nuclear in the second half. I mean, all of the fantasy options for the Vikings in the first half were terrible. It was like two points, three point, two points, and all of a sudden everybody just went crazy in the second half. Four hundred sixty passing yards. Games. It was. It was absolutely incredible. Four hundred sixty passing yards and four touchdowns for Kirk Cousins. Um, sorry, um, Josh yeah. Allen. Uh, 304 passing yards, four touchdowns, 10 for 77 on the ground. Ugh, that guy's just special. Um, mm-hmm. he is, he's something to watch. Uh, Pat Mahomes, 336 passing yards and two passing touchdowns, five for 33 on the ground and a rushing touchdown. Um, I don't know what is going on with the Houston Texans, but mm-hmm. why they are keeping these games all close is, is kind of blowing my mind. Um, and then They're doing uh, it for fantasy so that the Chiefs have to actually put up numbers. It's really I appreciate it, honestly. Yeah, I, I appreciate the Houston Texans too. Um Trevor Lawrence continues his streak right now. 318 through the air, four passing touchdowns and 21 rushing yards against a really, really good Dallas defense. Um, I'm sure he was on a lot of people's benches this week. You started him. Um, I did start him. You almost you got mad at yourself there for a bit because you didn't start Kirk Cousins after seeing him put up 37 in the second half. Yeah, and then, it ended up okay. T Law came yeah. through. Yeah. And T Law came through. Uh, rounding out the top 10, we have Joe Burrow, Dak Prescott, uh, Justin Field, Zach Wilson somehow sneaks in there, and, <laughs> uh, and Derek Carr somehow sneaks in there too. Yep. Um, so, pretty interesting uh, final top 10 there, but. Some some big performances out of quarterbacks this week. Uh, the big running backs, Jarek McKinnon does it again. Back-to-back RB1 performances, 10 for 52 on the ground and a touchdown, 8 for 8 through the air for 70 yards and a touchdown with a two-point conversion. Um, he's just on a tear right now. I mean. It's what they were doing in the playoffs last year. Yeah, yeah. He looks really, really, really good. Um Dalvin Cook, 17 for 95 on the ground, 4 for 4 for 95 yards through the air, had a 65-yard touchdown, I believe. And it was uh, great. He also did have one fumble, but still amazing performance out of him. Derrick Henry, 21 for 104 and a touchdown on the ground, 4 for 4 for 59 through the air. I don't think they fed him enough at the end of that game. Um <laughs> He should have had 25 to 30 carries. I think that would have shifted the, you know, how that game was going instead of using Tannehill with a busted up ankle. But you yeah, know, it is what it is. You can't um, uh, you can't give Derrick Henry too many carries. 
Mm-hmm. Like, no matter wherever you're at, just give them more. It's not enough. Yeah. Yeah. If you think 21's enough, you're wrong. Give them <laughs> another, you know, 15 and you'll be fine. Yes. Um, CMC 26 for 108 and one, uh, six for eight for 30 yards through the air. Uh, Brock Purdy just loves to feed CMC, and that offense is just going to run through him for quite a while with Debo being out now. So, oh yeah, does it it's, really it's great? Really quick because we're not going to talk about this game. Does it worry you that if they clinch the division, that they might sit CMC in like week seventeen and eighteen? I think that there's a high probability they do in week 18, but I think it's pretty slim that they do it in week 17. So I'm just hoping for the best because if uh, if CMC doesn't play in week 17, I'm not winning any championships. Yeah, um, I think that's for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ramondre Stevenson, what bum ankle? Uh, 19 <laughs> for 172 and a touchdown. Two for three for, through the air for minus four yards. You don't see that very often out of him, but still got it done. Or anybody. Game. Yeah. <laughs> Multiple uh, receptions, negative yards. Yeah. That's yeah. Tough. I think he had one like really bad negative catch and it just kind of changed everything. But David Montgomery had a really good game. Uh, 12 for 53 and a touchdown three for three for 38 yards through the air and another touchdown. Didn't really see this one coming. I think oh, a lot shocked. of people benched him. Going against uh, you know, Philly and I but he he definitely got it done. Um yeah, so Saquon Barkley, 18 for 87 and a touchdown, five for eight through the air for 33 yards. And then rounding out the top 12, we had Tyler Algier, AJ Dillon, uh Latavius Murray, Aaron Jones, and James Connor. So uh kind of crazy that in tonight's game we had two two yeah. top twelve round picks. Algier, so. I want to make a note on him because with uh, with Caleb Huntley being out, Algier's going to see a ton of volume, um, you know, and I don't think uh, for some reason they've kind of gone away from Cordero Patterson and really like been feeding yeah, Algier lately. Over a, so. over 100 yards rushing. So, yeah. He, yeah, and I think he had 17 carries this last game. So that yeah, volume is good. Of... You can continue starting Algier probably rest yeah. of the season. Yeah, 17 for 139 and a touchdown against New Orleans. And then he gets Baltimore and Arizona. So two really good. He could run against both those teams. So um, good matchups for the next two weeks. Uh, Big wide receivers. Zay spot start Jones um, (laughs) was no longer a spot start in this game. Six for 109 and three touchdowns. Um, I had a feeling he was going to have a decent game. I kind of talked about that last week. I did not expect six for one Oh nine and three touchdowns. I don't no. think anybody did. Um, I thought I just, like, I thought maybe six for one Oh nine and one. Yeah. You <laughs> know, I'd have been I, very I, happy I with that. I would have been happy for with six and six for 70 and one, like, you mm-hmm. know, uh, I, I expected a little bit more attention to go Kirk's way. Um, and man, it just opened it up for Zay Jones and, there's a good connection there. And the way that Trevor Lawrence is playing, I mean, it's it's hard not to start all of the options for them. I mean, Kirk had still had a pretty good game, still scored 12 fantasy points and a half PPR. Um, you know, Evan Ingram still had a pretty good game. I mean, you know, it's it's hard not to start all of them. And ETN had over a hundred yards rushing against a good Dallas defense. So yep. 
Uh, yeah. KJ Osborne, uh, 10 for 157 in a touchdown to go along with Justin Jefferson's 12 for 123 in a touchdown. This was all in the second half. I mean, you knew their pass catchers were going to have a big second half. I did not expect 400 yards passing in the second half, but yeah, uh, they went crazy. Uh, AJ Brown, nine for 181. Uh, Russell Gage, eight for 59 and two touchdowns. Um, it didn't seem like any of Tom Brady's touchdowns went to who we wanted them to. Godwin had the one touchdown, but just that they were going to everybody that we didn't want them to go to. Uh, Noah Brown, uh, Jalen Waddle, Jahan Dotson, Chris Godwin, and Tyree Kill round out uh, your top wide receivers. We had some big performances out of some tight ends this week, though. George Kittle, four for five for 93 yards and two touchdowns. Some terrible tackling by the defense mm. on George Kittle, <laughs> just letting him kind of break loose. Uh, Travis Kelsey, 10 for 10 for 105 yards. Dawson Knox, six for eight for 98 yards and a touchdown. Um, Juwan Johnson continues where he's at this season. He's been like tight end two for a few weeks. Um, four for six for 67 yards and two touchdowns. Caught a bomb from uh, uh, the other tight end, Taysom Hill. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and so, you know, kind of a, kind of a crate that I don't, I can never figure out how they're going to use Taysom Hill. So no, nope, um, nobody can. That's why they keep using him. Yep. CJ Uzama, two for two for 41 yards and two touchdowns. And like I said, Evan Ingram, eight for 10 for 62 yards. Uh, Noah Fant, Darren Waller, Tyler Higby, um, Wilcox, the tight backup tight end for uh, the Bengals. Uh, Eric Tomlinson, the second tight end for Denver. And Jordan Aikens round out your top 10 in tight ends. So top those 12 guys for tight are, ends. Yeah. Yeah, you never start those stringers. guys. They, <laughs> yeah. they caught a touchdown. That's how you yep. get in the top 10 of tight ends. Uh, and then our big defense is Colts put up, had 24 uh, fantasy points in most leagues, depending on how your scoring is. And they still ended up giving up 36 points in the second half and losing. Um, the Giants, 21. Browns, 17. Pats, 13. Lions, 13. And then you had the Packers, Eagles, Cardinals, Raiders, Jags, Niners, and Broncos. So some pretty decent performances, a lot of double digit um, defense scorings this week. So nice. Um, all right, let's hop over to the bad QBs this week. Um, the QB that I decided to start because someone convinced me not to start Brock Purdy, uh, Huntley. Man, oh, no. He's just letting me down. Well, actually, okay, what happened was I was supposed to start Mike White, and then. Okay. Right after the game the next morning, Mike White was ruled out. So I had already taken Purdy out of my lineup, put Mike White in, and then Mike White was ruled out. And then everybody in our league is so aggressive that every other quarterback option was taken. Um, So (laughs) I was stuck with Huntley, and man, (laughs) did it backfire. It literally cost me my matchup. Um, So I wanted uh, Kirk Cousins, but you got Kirk Cousins. Um, mm-hmm. And I was just, yeah, there was no options for me at that point. So I, I was stuck with Huntley. Uh, Baker Mayfield, Mac Jones, uh, Desmond Ritter. He looks so bad. Like He did I, not look good at all. Oh, man. It's, I, yeah. It's his first start. You know, you got to give him some time. But it was not a good first start. I don't care if you got to give him time or not. That was ugly mm-hmm. game. Mm-hmm. Um 
Daniel Jones, Matt Ryan, uh, Justin Herbert, um, Taylor Heineke, Ryan Tannehill. He did get hurt, came back into the game. Um, Aaron Rodgers, Deshaun Watson just cannot seem to figure it out. I I got some stuff I want to talk about in that game later on, so we'll leave that. Uh, Aaron Donald, Jared Goff, Mitch Trubisky, and Andy Darnold. Oh, what did I say? Aaron Aaron Darnold. (laughs) (laughs) He's a terrible QB. Oops. Sam Darnold is too. Don't worry. Yeah. About it. So yeah, they're both bad. Um, bad running backs on the week. Uh Nick Chubb let you down again. Uh 21 carries for only 99 yards. I mean only, but it was still a down week for him. 0 for 2 on receptions. Uh Jamal Williams, 13 carries for only 33 yards. Um, we talked about Deontay Foreman and how he bounced back, and this game was not one of them. Ten carries for nine yards and a fumble. Um, was outsnapped by Chuba Hubbard, I think, after that fumble happened. Uh, Zonovan Knight, 13 for 23 yards. Antonio Gibson, 5 for 21, only 2 for 6 through the air and had a fumble. And then Kareem Hunt just continues down that path of nothing, 4 for 24 and one catch for 3 yards. Um, bad wide receivers. Michael Gallup uh, only had one reception, hasn't caught over 5. Um and hasn't eclipsed over eight targets on the season. Uh, ben Skoranek, I was worried about him tonight. A lot of people were kind of asking me what I thought about Skoranek. Um, even some uh, some buddies were asking about some like prop bets with him, you know, going over a certain yardage. And I, I was worried about him. I, I know we saw him getting targeted in the first game with Baker, but that was also because he just didn't know the plays. So um, Kadarius Tony again, only one reception. Sky Moore, zero receptions. Um, you know, you have in there, will he ever be a thing? I don't know. Um, I don't know either. Yeah, I'm just not sure. Uh, and then Al Lazard again tonight, only one reception. Uh, it seems to be like the young guys are getting all the attention. So, and I mean, the list kind of goes on. Renfro, DJ Chark, Jacoby Myers, Brandon Ayuk. Um, I was kind of, I was pretty high on him this week and I'm not sure how I feel about him going forward for next week. Uh, just, I, I don't know if this was just a Kittle game or what, but he seems to be one of the bigger pass catchers and just didn't see it there. Uh, Isaiah McKenzie, Darius Slayton, Hollywood Brown, uh, Devontae Adams had a really caught four of nine targets, not very many yards. Uh, Curtis Samuel, George Pickens, uh, <laughs> You want to read the next name? Watson. <laughs> Thank Watson. you. Thank you, Christian Watson. Appreciate <laughs> you. Uh, Alave, Elijah Moore, Drake London, Gabe Davis, Amari Cooper, Mike Williams even had a down game. So um, quite a few. Uh, and then as far as bad tight ends, pretty much everybody that didn't catch, catch a touchdown. Um, so, yep. yeah. All right. Well, let's hop into – uh, the week 15 review here. Um, we have the Colts um, <laughs> blowing the largest lead in NFL history. They were up 33 to zero at halftime. They lose 39 to 36, give up 39 second half points. I've never seen anything like that game um, at all. I don't even know what happened. Was that it just bad coaching at the end or was it just, good coaching by the Vikings or 
Like what what was it? Like how how do you blow a 33 point lead? Like how? Jeff Saturday is asking himself the same question and will be clear through next Saturday because that is something you just don't like there's no answer. It's just they came out the second half and it was like they were playing against a different team. Yeah. They didn't know how to stop them. They were committing turnovers. They were everything they could do wrong. They did three and outs. It was terrible. Mm-hmm. Um, Vikings, though, I mean, absolutely incredible in the second half. Uh, Kirk Cousin gets it done. Um, Dalvin Cook had an awesome run. I mean, it was just a great game by the Vikings in the second half. Um, well, let's hope we'll hop over to the, the Ravens. Three, Browns, 13. The Ravens just really, really need Lamar Jackson back. Like, oh, yeah. They cannot move the ball. Uh, I mean, Dobbins had a pretty good game, um, and still they just couldn't do anything. If Lamar is not back next week, do you start Mark Andrews? No. Okay, me either. And I have Mark Andrews in the playoffs, and I am going to bench him next week if they do not have Lamar back. Um Cause it's just bad. I mean, no targets anywhere. It's just the offense can't move the ball. I mean, they put up three points. So if yeah, we've, got some, out, we've got some names in the, uh, in the uh, waiver wire section at the end that I think for the most part, I would start any of those guys over Mark Andrews next week with no Lamar. Yeah. Yep. Agreed. And then what's going on with the Browns? I mean, since, Deshaun Watson has taken over. Nick Chubb has not been above, I believe, RB30. Yeah, it's like becoming a dual threat team where they can pass the ball has uh, made them easier to guard. I don't quite understand that. Yeah, he's been since since Deshaun Watson has taken over. He's been RB31, RB29 and RB31. (laughs) So it's just been and. Really, no one on the offense has looked good. Donovan Peoples-Jones, I think, has the best um, chance of catching a touchdown from Deshaun Watson or David Njoku. Uh-huh. Um, but that's really it. Those are really the only two that I would trust right now. I mean, Njoku even Chubb. had a down game, which the yeah, Ravens it, are good against tight ends. So Yeah, it's, it's hard to take Chubb out of your lineup. He still did have 99 yards. If he falls into the end zone, that's a 15, you know, almost 16-point week. You're happy with what you've you've got, you know, so we just got to, we got to see those touchdowns start coming um, next week. They do get new Orleans. So there's a good chance he can get, get in the end zone next week. It's a good matchup for him. So, yeah. All right. Dolphins, 29 bills, 32. Uh, Miami looked better in this game um, than they have in the previous couple of weeks. They have lost three straight, but I think this was a better game for them. Um Pass catchers didn't do, I mean, Hill didn't have the greatest game. Waddle had a really good game, but I mean, what do you make of this overall Dolphins team at the moment? I mean, part of it is, you know, they were playing this game in some uh, not ideal conditions. It was a little windy, snowy, and uh, both offenses still managed to light it up. So um, the Bills are a better team. Like, it's close. I think that's probably the case yeah i think the bills just have that little bit better of a defense to kind of stumble the the dolphins at times yeah whereas as i don't think the dolphins just have that yet 
So. Yeah, they just they get that one extra stop, and that's really all it takes because their offense can be so dominant. So, mm-hmm. yeah. All right, Steelers twenty four at Panthers sixteen. Um, Mitch Trubisky didn't have a terrible game in this game. Honestly, probably one of his better games of the season. Um, I know I probably wouldn't be able to tell that, but Deontay Johnson had a ton of looks. I think he caught ten passes in this game. Um, you know, Pickens didn't have a terrible game and, and Najee's, you know, he's finally becoming a little bit more of what you, what you drafted him to be, um, essentially. Yeah. yeah 10 to 20 points rather than like four to eight. Yes. It's exactly. way better. <laughs> yeah. So it's, it's good to see that, you know, out of him. Um, let's see how, where's he finished in the last, you know, he's at RB 25, RB 15 and RB 14. I mean, those are, pretty good and he gets vegas next week so that could be a big game yeah um and then on the other side the panthers they just look bad but i just have to say dj moore finally did it (laughs) he did five touchdowns on the year it's looking like he's gonna take take the cake from tremble unless tremble just goes absolutely crazy to end the season Congrats, um, DJ Moore. You finally eclipsed four touchdowns. You might even get to six. Like I'm, I, I'm proud of you, DJ. I love look, I really like DJ Moore, like as a talent. I just, you know, for fantasy this year, I've I, I was out on him. I traded him in the offseason in our dynasty league because it just looked like a really bad prospect for this year. And uh I feel pretty vindicated in that assessment. There were a lot of weeks where you could not start DJ Moore at all. And I still don't feel confident starting him. So I'm glad he had a nice week. I hope he gets a good quarterback. I really do. Yeah, I'm just saying I'm the greatest, like, jinx ever. So I bet on <laughs> DJ Moore to score under 11 fantasy points this week. <laughs> and he scored 18. No. So um, he hasn't done it in, like, three straight weeks. I finally bet on the guy to score under 11, and he scores 18. So oh um, you're welcome to anybody that started DJ Moore. Um, I will take full credit for that. Uh, you can <laughs> PayPal me later. Um, so the Eagles, uh, get it done 25 to 20 over the bears. Uh, they pulled off the win. Wasn't a pretty game. Uh, hurts through a couple interceptions early in this game. Uh, but then just kind of took the game over. Um, you know, fields is he, he's keeping the three and 11 bears interesting. They're fun to watch at least. Uh, they, they can't yeah. manage to win games. I don't know if they want to win games, but, um, yeah, there's, there's that one. Um, I also probably take credit for the Sanders for, so anybody that played against Sanders, I also bet that he would go over 68 and a half rushing and receiving yards. And this guy completely disappeared. Like, I mean, I don't even know why they weren't using him in the first half. Um, and then he had a, a bad fumble, um, just a overall, just really bad game. I think he played the long con on all of us. Um, he said not to draft him, and I guess this was why. So, hope he traded um, him in the middle of the season. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't think Sanders is gone, and I think if Hertz is out, they're going to probably lean on Sanders even more. I agree, um, and that's so. what I was going to kind of ask you is, yeah, like going the next week or two in these fantasy playoffs, if there's no hurts, which how long are we expecting him to miss? 
two weeks. That's okay. that's kind of the rumors. It's two Rest weeks. of the regular but, season or playoffs. But this fantasy. Why playoff. wouldn't they just hold him out for week 18 too at that point? That's kind oh, of yeah. what I'm looking at. You know, like why not just hold him out until the playoffs start? So they probably only need to win one of those three games to lock up the number one overall seed in the NFC. So yes. that's that's yeah. I, I don't see why they would play him the rest of the regular season. Yeah. It's not like he needs the practice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I think he'll be fine. And I, I could see them really leaning on Sanders for, you know, weeks 15 for or week 16 and 17. And that could be huge for a lot of people. So granted, are you worried next, about AJ Brown and Devonte uh, Smith? More Devonte Smith than AJ Brown. Same AJ Brown's that, you know, make a make a five yard slant into 30 yards down the field, just bowling dudes over and stuff. So I think he'll be like, he'll figure out a way to, to still get his, um, it's not going to be he's still capable of throwing the ball. Yeah. Like we've seen yeah. him do it. So it's not going to be as pretty, but yeah, but yeah, though uh-huh. he should be all right. Yep. All right. Chiefs, uh, 30 at Texans 24 in overtime. Um, hmm. I don't know what is going on with the Texans, but against Dallas and now Kansas City, they have had two really close games. Defense has played pretty good, but the offense has looked really good. Um, are the Texans still a team that you want to target your defenses against in the playoffs? Because that's where we were looking, you know, and those are a lot of the suggestions we gave when we were talking about picking up these teams. Um, you know, the Jags get them week 17. That was part of the reason why I picked them up. Would you still target playing them week 17? I'm going to say that there's no way I would put the Jags in, in a, in a divisional matchup in my championship week. Yeah. I don't think I'm going to do that. So you'd rather play like, uh, I think Kansas city plays Denver. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, I think the Ram. I can't remember who the Rams play, but um, weird, weird stuff happens in that AFC South when those teams get together, and I don't want that in my in my fantasy playoffs, like especially in Championship Week, where it's like, yeah, it could be a really low scoring game where their defense plays really well, or it could be you know forty to thirty four, like it was against this Cowboys defense, you know. So I'm not. Mm-hmm. There's no way I'm risking that with the. The Jaguars as fluky as they are and the Texans with what they're doing the last couple of weeks, it, you know, as bad as they've been all year, it's just that's it's a wild scenario and I'd probably rather avoid it. OK. All right. And then we had the Cowboys 34 at Jags 40. Jags put together a comeback in this game. Like I said, Trevor Lawrence playing great at the pick six to win the game. Um, this team next year is going to be really, really good. Um, I think they're putting it together. They actually control their own destiny to get into the playoffs. They're only one game behind the Titans and they play the Titans week 18. Oh, so the Jags could actually manage to get into the playoffs. Um, and then I actually, I totally forgot that they added Calvin Ridley to this team next year. Oh yeah. So they'll have Zay Jones, Calvin Ridley and Christian Kirk. And then they'll also have Travis Etienne with a young Trevor Lawrence. Like, this is a really good young team. You yeah, know? I I I like what this team has, what they're building, and and you know they have 
some draft picks to, you know, help out on that defensive side or the offensive line. I th- they're going to be, excuse me, a good team. So they are. And then the Cowboys pass game. Uh, I mean, there was some turnovers committed. Um, one of the interceptions, the game winning interception was not Dak's fault at all. Um, hit right off the receiver's hands, right into the defender's hands and was a pick six, but um, they need to lean, you know, just as much on, on Zeke and Pollard as they have been, uh, you know, Zeke looks, he's, he's coming together. I mean, he looks good. Pollard looks great. Um, those two are a really, really good one, two punch. Man. No joke. So, um, then we had the, the Falcons 18 at saints 21. Um, this was a terrible game and somehow the saints won. I mean, I think it's just cause they were playing the Falcons, uh, they are still not using Alvin Kamara. Uh, like he was out snapped by, uh, oh, I've drawn a blank. Uh, Johnson. Um, he did get the first down at the very end of the game that won them the game. He did, but I just don't get why they're not using him. Enough. I don't either. I, I don't understand this. They weren't using Alave either that much. Like, Olave had 50 yards and they just like stopped throwing him the ball. And he is a dynamic pass catcher that can get stuff done. Like use him instead of like running all these weird trick plays with Taysom Hill, like use the really good players on your team and get stuff done. You guys can still win this division somehow. Like I just don't, I don't understand it, but um, as far as the Falcons go, we talked about it. It's just basically, Tyler Algier, and that's really it. I think so. Okay. Um, Lions seven and seven now. They win twenty to seventeen at the Jets. How about them Lions, man? Big game. I, I gotta, I gotta be serious here. I'm rooting for them to make the playoffs. Like, I would absolutely love to see the Lions make the playoffs. Like, I don't, Me I don't too. know That'd why. Be, it'd be a nice story. I don't. Yeah, I just I don't know why. I just they're they're looking good. Um, Going from bottle of the barrel, biting kneecaps and scrapping and clawing all the way to a potential playoff team. It's really, you know, and a really good offense and the defense is starting to figure it out. Their so. their run defense is really good right now. Yeah. Uh, I mean, look what they did. They bottled up Zonovan Knight, uh-huh. gave up 23 yards to him like you know they're they're looking pretty good. Um, you know the Jets had a had a decent game, but just not enough with Wilson at QB again. You know I they they need White back. Uh, <laughs> I feel like if they had him, I feel like this game might have gone a little bit different. I think the Jets probably win this game, um, just because they would have had a few more first downs, a little bit more ball movement, but. You know, it, it is what it is. I, you know, we expected, or I overheard you guys talking about on the, the podcast I wasn't on. This is like Wilson's game to get out there and show that he can be the quarterback for them. And like, I just don't think he got it done. Granted, his pe- press conference was a lot better. <laughs> like, and he, he, took the he blame. did play a little better, on, you know, on the field. He, he finishes what QB nine on the week. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it wasn't as bad as a lot of his performances have been. True. So. I, I do. Yes, I agree with that. But um, all right. And then we had the Cardinals 15 Broncos 24 Zach in your face. How do you do it? 
24 with no Russell Wilson. Uh, Latavius Murray. That's wow. how. Oh, yeah. Had a fantastic game. Uh, he really did rush for over 100 yards. Um, defense had three interceptions, put him in short field position. I'll um, do it. You know, it was, a, it was a pretty good game. Colt McCoy did leave the game uh, with a concussion. Um, if Colt McCoy does not go next week, are you still willing to just roll Hopkins out there? You might not have a choice because there might not be a better option out there to put in than Hopkins. Uh, Trace McSorley is not not good, though. So no. it's very scary. And if you do have a better option, uh, you know, because Hopkins was out the first six weeks, so you very well may have, a, you know, two or three wide receivers you can play ahead of him. Uh, so, yeah, maybe look that way if and just watch the news. Yeah, he still had 11 targets, seven catches for 60 yards. So in a PPR format, not terrible, but in a half PPR, it's only 9.5 points. Um, you may have some better options just because, yeah, like you said, you probably drafted Hopkins in like, you know, the sixth round or something, and you might have had another another option there. Um, but James Conner still got it done, uh, and I think he'll continue to get it done. Um, just sheer volume. I mean, he's one of the very few bell cow running backs that's still left in the NFL. So, you know, that's kind of what you want. Um. I think this was the first week that every team in our division won as well. Huh. Um, so that's that's kind of a miracle. So uh, the Patriots 24, Raiders 30. Woo! This it was, was the, a miracle. <laughs> this was the wildest. When you sent the message of the flag and they won, because I thought it was going to overtime. It I, was. I, it was I going to overtime. I thought it was. When I saw Zero's there was. Zero's on the clock, man. <laughs> I could not believe that this that they won. I was like, wait, they actually won this game? And I had to go find how they ended up winning. And I don't know what Jacoby Myers was thinking. I, I, I I've never seen anything like that. Like not in a game that like you see that in games where you're down by like a point and you have to score, right? Yeah. But like uh-huh. you can go to overtime. You can like, go to overtime, but nope. Not according to Chandler Jones. Mac Jones had other ideas, and he got <laughs> thrown through the floor. <laughs> he got face masked, so or uh, freaking stiff arms so yes. hard. Uh, yeah, but you know, Ramondre Stevenson, great game. Uh, I've had Patriots- about six people come up to me because I'm wearing a Raiders hat basically every day, and just be like, yeah. "What the hell happened? This is incredible!" Yeah. <laughs> like I know, I- I've never seen anything like it. But I do have to talk about the touchdown that happened before that. Okay, take the Raiders fan out of you. Was that a touchdown? No. Okay. No, it was it not wasn't. a touchdown. It was not a touchdown. No, his foot no, was out of bounds. Yeah, his foot was totally it out of bounds. It doesn't mean we so. would have lost because there was still time on the clock at that point, And, you know, <laughs> it's it's possible. But no, that was that was not a touchdown. His foot was on the line. Yeah, that was crazy. I thought it was so. pretty clear. The refs didn't think it was that clear. It was close for sure. Like, yeah, they yeah. should have had a better angle. And that's what's kind of frustrating is like, really, this like from up above in the back of the end zone angle is the only thing you have of whether or not his foot is inside the end zone or not. Yeah, you got a, you know, $40 billion NFL, comp, you know, 
business and you don't have they just, i just don't get how they don't have the technology to look at stuff like that like it doesn't make sense to me but. if tennis can always tell where that <laughs> stupid little ball is on the court <laughs> yeah. there is no freaking way you can't figure out where a six foot 250 pound wide receiver landed like yeah. give me a freaking break <laughs> exactly. yeah have have little sensors that go around the end zone and determine if they were out of bounds or like, just I line mean, cameras down every line yeah. You know, yeah. like, <laughs> uh, it is Crazy. what it is. Raiders pulled off the win. Uh, Devonte Adams disappeared in this game, but that's kind of what the Patriots do. You know, they, they take away one of your best players. You guys do have a really good running back. You know, Jacobs did have a decent game, um, but they were able to eliminate Devonte Adams. I'm not worried about him going forward at all. Um, it just was one of those games where Adams just wasn't there. It, it, it happens. Um, yep. it's unfortunate for a lot of people that were, you know, depending on him for the playoffs, but that's part of matchups and, and going against the Patriots, it can happen. So yeah, Waller ended up with a nice game, which was surprising and very nice. Like I started yeah. him in our two QB league. He's been on my IR basically all year and it was, uh, with a touchdown. I'd been playing Auten basically the entire time and they had make America braid again back. And, uh, so, you know, I, I decided, all right, I'll give it a shot. I'm already out of the playoffs. Let me just, and you had a monster dice. week. You well, had a good week in that league. Too. I did. I did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Of course. Of course. Uh, yeah. Um, uh, all right. Uh, Titans 14 chargers 17. Uh, like we said, Tannehill did leave this game with a foot injury was carted to the locker room Managed to come back in and play. Uh, couldn't get it. Couldn't get it done. Uh, Derrick Henry had a really good game. I still don't feel like they fed him enough. Uh, Austin Eckler also left the game for a little bit with the shoulder injury. He came back and played, but didn't do a whole lot. But Justin Herbert, I mean, he got it done when he needed to. Deep pass to Mike Williams to set up a last-second field goal. This Chargers team is just different with all their weapons. Oh yeah. Um, like they're they're kind of a dangerous team and their defense is playing really good right now. I I don't know if it's like a motivation of like how good the offense is playing, but this looks like a different team. Yeah, the Titans played them really tough too. Um yeah. you know, the Titans are still a pretty good team as well. Their defense has been really coming on. They're ranked really low, which like, you know, if you go look through the games and stuff, it doesn't really make sense. I think they've just been very consistently mediocre for a lot of the season and now they're finally starting to get going. So, um they're ranked pretty low in a lot of categories, but that's not real. Like that's it's you know, one of those tricks of the numbers where it's like they don't really allow that much to running backs or to wide receivers or to quarterbacks. Um, they're just not especially the running back position yeah they're they're really good against the running back front seven's good there it's solid so yeah they did take some uh i think they got banged up on the offensive line in this game so that's something to monitor especially if you're a henry owner going into the next couple weeks i'm not saying i would bench derrick henry but uh it you know it may be one of those temper your expectations scenarios if he's missing his center or a guard i can't remember exactly who it was but yeah, but they get Houston next week, and he just runs yeah. for like 200 yards yeah. against Houston. Definitely so. don't bench him next week. That's for <laughs> yeah. sure. Yeah, he gets he's. It's disgusting to look at his numbers against Houston. So, um, 200 yards yeah. a game. Yeah. Uh, all right, we got the Bengals 34 at Buccaneers 23. Joe Burrow got off to a really really slow start in this game. Uh, did not look good. Kind of hurt his finger, um, and then just. 
the defense was giving them short field positions and he took advantage. Uh, I had only 200 yards passing, but I think three touchdowns and just got it done. Um, and they, they came alive in the second half, uh, ended up beating the Bucks. But yeah, my question Brady, for Leonard, you, Brady and Leonard Fournette gave this game away. Like the yes. Bengals did not beat the Buccaneers in this game. The Buccaneers came out looking awesome and smashing. And um, and then all of a sudden they were just like, oh, we don't actually want to win. Here's the ball, Bengals, over and yeah. over and over again. I was playing against Burrow. I was losing my mind. I barely survived. Yeah. Yep. Uh, what are your thoughts on Joe Mixon, though? You know, when. When Joe Mixon missed those two games, Samaji Pirine looked really good as a fantasy-relevant running back. Now, Joe Mixon had 7.7 before he missed the two games, has came back, and then only 11.6 and 7.9. He had 11 carries for 21 yards in this game. I mean, is he – He's. I don't want to say he's someone that you like take out of your lineup, but does he worry you? Like, Is he somebody you would consider taking out of your lineup? No, I'm worried if I'm playing against Joe Mixon because I think there's going to be positive regression. It's still a really good offense. Um, you know, they all it have takes been... is those close yardage touchdowns. Yeah, for and him. they've they've been working in P Ryan a little bit more. He maybe earned like an actual role in this offense over the last few weeks with how well he's played. But I'm I'm still I'm not worried about Mixon the next two weeks. He could very well have have a big fantasy championship for a lot of people. Okay. All right. And then we have the giants 20 at commanders 12. This game, I'm sorry, was a disgrace for the NFL. <laughs> um, watching the ref tell McLaurin that he lined up correctly. And then he already reaching for his flag before the play was even like ran. That was crazy. Uh, negating a touchdown. And then, not calling the pass interference, which was one of the worst pass interferences I've seen this season <laughs> and just nothing, no calls at all. Granted, I mean, the Giants got it done. Um, you know, there was some turnovers in this game, had a touchdown, their defense had a touchdown. You know, Jahan Dotson, though, big game, 105 yards and a touchdown. And, you know, Brian Robinson and Terry McLaurin, they were they were okay in this game. Um not yeah. terrible. I mean, it's the first loss for uh, Taylor Heineke since he took over as quarterback. Yeah, and didn't it uh, lock the Giants into a playoff seed for sure? I don't think they're locked in no? yet because okay. the Commanders could still catch him. Okay. I thought so that I heard that at the end of the It locked game, but... the Dallas Cowboys in. Okay. Gotcha. So the Cowboys are now clinched because of the Commanders' loss. That makes sense. So, uh, but the commanders could still catch the giants theoretically. Um, but and both yeah, are probably s- still in the playoffs right now. I believe they are. Yeah. So, all right. Interesting. Yep. And then in tonight's game, um, Rams 12 Packers 24. This was just a running game. Uh, yep. AJ Dillon and Aaron Jones, both great games. Um, uh, Josh, our other co-host here, he needed he needed a big game out of Aaron Jones. AJ Dillon vultured two of those touchdowns, and he came up just short. I mean, it was a a great great matchup to watch. But um, they both finished as top twelve running backs, which is crazy to see. But yeah, um, they they both played great. 
Akers wasn't terrible, 12 for 65. All the pass catchers, though, besides Higby, were not good for the Rams. So yep. it's just kind of showing that. You and know, Higby only because he caught the touchdown because Baker Mayfield <laughs> throws touchdowns to tight ends, not to wide receivers. Yes. We need to remember yes. that. Yep. All right. Well, you want to hop over to the waiver wire? Let's do it. Okay. Let's get over here. So we got a few injuries uh, to the quarterback position. Like we talked about, you know, you might have Hertz that's out. So, um, you know, we got Jared Goff going up against Carolina, Carolina. God, I almost made it through a whole episode. <laughs> this is so close, bro. I was so close. Maybe later this uh, week. We got more yeah. chances. Uh, Mike White against Jacksonville. Um, Brock Purdy plays Washington. That's probably one of the tougher matchups of these, I would say. Um, Washington's pretty good up against uh, the wide receiver position and the tight end position. So, okay. but it's different. You have CMC, you have George Kittle, you have Brandon Ayuk. I mean, those are dangerous weapons, you know, oh, yeah. he just has to get it to one of them and they'll make something happen. It's not, it's not the same as the way some of these other teams kind of depend on their, you know, quarterback to make the, the position better. These guys can do it themselves. So I do like Purdy still. Um, Daniel Jones gets Minnesota. Minnesota just gives up points to the quarterback, the wide receiver, Especially the, the first running back. Half. Yeah. You know, uh, it just kind of is how it works. So you can start a quarterback against them. And then if you're really, really desperate, Russell Wilson against the Rams. Um, I, I don't know. That one's just like a, you have to be really, really desperate. Um, but he did have three touchdowns against Kansas city before being knocked out with the concussion. I don't know what that means. I don't know if Sutton's going to be back. If Sutton is back, Russ kind of interests me a little bit more because then he'll have Sutton, Judy, and Dulcich. Um, and Latavius Murray has been playing pretty good, so they, they should be able to get some first downs. Um, and then at the running back position, we've got uh, Deion Jackson uh, with uh, Jonathan Taylor likely to be out for the remainder of the fantasy season at least. Uh, he seemed to be who they leaned on before. I know Moss got a lot of the carries in this game, like when he went down, but I would imagine that they would go back to using Deion Jackson. He would be who I would target, uh, especially Moss if you're should the... be owned too, though, just in case. Yes. Agreed. Um, and then, uh, Chuba Hubbard, he's, o- he's owned in quite a few leagues, but I think he's available in like 56% of leagues. He's someone I would definitely look at because he outsnapped Foreman by quite a bit in this game. Um, and I don't know if they're going to start leaning his way. So, and then deeper, just kind of stash. If you have the bench spots available and you're the Eckler owner, that would really be the only way that I would stash him as Josh Kelly. Um, cause we don't know the extent of the injury yet for Eckler or if he's going to miss any time. So good. Call. And then, or if you're the playing way- the Eckler owner, yes. Pick him up. Then go yes. pick up Josh Kelly. Play play defense. Play, play defense. defense. Um, at the wide receiver position, KJ Osborne. Kirk uh, Cousins talked after the game about how they want to get him more involved and how they wished this season they kind of would have got him more involved. They know how good he can be. And I just think that this team has a they, – they have a tendency to fall behind. Like they just – I don't know why, but – 
are kind of like the Raiders. They they play better when they're behind. And, <laughs> yeah, they don't like to lead, especially not by a lot. Yeah. So, you know, there's a lot of passes that are going to go around. Cousins is capable of getting the ball to multiple receivers. We saw it this week. Osborne and Justin Jefferson both had big games. So he's somebody I would look at, especially a, a stash. Uh, Traylon Burks is likely to come back this week um, from his injury. So he's someone that you can look at stashing. And then I really like Marquise Goodwin. Um, outside of KJ Osborne, he's probably my top pick. Uh, this week with Lockett um, having surgery on his uh, broken finger. So um, how how much would you pick up, you know, Marquise Goodwin? Do you think it goes like KJ Osborne, Goodwin, Burks? Um, I Osborne, think... Burks, Goodwin. Uh, that's tough. I think I would go Osborne, Goodwin, Burks if I just need a spot start for this week or the next two weeks. Um you know, we've we've seen some inconsistency from Burks. He's still a rookie, I think, with uh, Goodwin out there, you know, across from DK and with Gino, who's played really well this season, that that's a little bit uh, of a safer option. Uh, so, you know, you're going into the playoffs. If you need uh, a boom, I would way rather start trail on Burks because yeah. he could, you know, he's huge. He could go pull down three touchdowns and, you know, yeah. Um, but Marquise Goodwin's very fast, so he, he's got a shot as well. So I, I would go Osborne Goodwin Burks. Okay, same with me. Not Tight long term, position. obviously. Traylon Burks yeah. is number one long term, but we're not talking. Yeah. We're not concerned about that. This is the the championship or or the penultimate game before the championship. So mm-hmm. let's go. You know, start some guys you feel like are actually going to go out there and score points, not guys you're like, oh. What do I do? Like, I mean, we're here to help you if that's the situation you're in. But if that's the situation, you're probably not in your championship. So, and if you're fortunate enough, take a look. Maybe Zay Jones squeaked through one more week and is available for you. I really like Zay Jones as a start rest of season. Yeah, um, you can start him any week. Yeah. Um, all right. Tight end position. We've got uh, Juwan Johnson, uh, New Orleans Saints tight end, uh, Daniel Bellinger. Um, Gotta go. Gotta, yeah. gotta do the bells. Yeah. Daniel man. Bellinger. Um, Noah Fant. I uh, also like him. He could be that other pass catcher. If it's not Goodwin, it could be Noah Fant. Um, as that, you know, someone that has to get the targets. So Fant, someone that's interests me. If you've been playing like kind of like tight end shuffle here, um, you know, he's he's a he's an interesting one to me. Dawson Knox is another one. He's been the last couple of weeks. He's had some involvement in that offense, and we know what that offense can do. And they get Chicago next week, so slide um, to the left. You know, do the tight end shuffle. Yep, and then possibly take a look. Maybe Evan Ingram is still available. He's probably been picked up in most leagues, but he could still be, still be available for you. My question for you is: Would you start? Uh, I'm going to name all of them that I just said. Evan Ingram over Mark Andrews next week. Yes. If Huntley is out. Okay. Yes. Dawson Knox over Mark Andrews if Huntley is the quarterback. Yes. Uh Noah Fant? Yes. Bellinger. I'm a little iffy on Bellinger just because of health. If he was totally healthy in the way he was playing earlier in the season, absolutely. Me too. Okay. Uh and then Juwan Johnson? Yes, for sure. Okay. That's that one's I'm easy. Right Juwan Johnson first. Like he's probably a top five tight end the next two weeks. Yep. 
All right, and then um, let's jump into the defenses then. We've got the Titans against Houston. I really like this one because the Titans are at home. Um, Uh If it was in Houston, it'd be a little bit different because we kind of talked about those matchups against Houston. But the Titans are at home. Like we said, their defense is playing really good, so I like that one. The Chargers get uh, the Colts. Um, The Bengals play New England. Uh, The Jags versus the Jets. If Zach Wilson is the quarterback, I would lean that way a little bit more if it's uh, Zach Wilson versus uh, Mike White. Another one that you can look at, um, Cincinnati. Um, uh, uh, oh, we, we actually have them, Bengals yep. against New England. So um, I do like them against uh, New England. Their defense is playing really good right now. Um, so, you know, those are, those are four defenses you can look at for this week um, that might be available for you on your waivers. Sweet. Got anybody else you want to add? No, that's it, man. All right. Well, Solid work. that is uh, the week 15 review for us. Episode 53. I'm blown away. We are going into likely either championship week if you have two week playoffs or the week before the championships. Um, so it's getting fun. It's getting fun. Um, you can find us on our main Twitter at Best Coast FF. You can find me at BCFF underscore Brandon. You can find me at BCFF underscore Jordan. And you can find Josh at BCFF Josh. Um, All right. Well, we will see you all on Wednesday and uh, good luck on all your waivers.